help us find that rock that's not movable. The sure reality of who you are. Help us find, help us find away all the false impressions. Help us find all the distortions that we might love you for the God that you truly are. Open our eyes, God, that we may see. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This morning, all day long, we're going to be treading on thin ice. Can I just tell you? One of the things that uh, Jesus grew most frustrated with, showed the most uh, irritation towards while he was here in the flesh, was something that we might call a religious spirit. It's a spirit that takes oneself more seriously than even you take God. And if you think that that spirit died 2,000 years ago with the Pharisees, watch out. It can sneak up on any of us. I don't know of anybody who takes themselves more serious than us religious people. I know I've got a pain right now in my lower back. You'll see me wincing with it all morning. Seriously, it gets me every fall. I don't know if you've got one of those stress meters in your body, but whenever I'm feeling stress, right there. That's where it gets me, right there. I can put my finger on it. Every fall, it's a stressful season, wham. You stressed out? Are, are, are you striving to perform? I wonder what kind of medicine it would be to our souls to repaint the portrait of our Jesus. You familiar with this portrait? Ever seen that before? The laughing Jesus? Does it fit? Do you find this Jesus approachable? Do you know God was the one that created laughter? That mysterious thing that no scientist can fully explain, and yet all of us do it as if we're never having to be taught. It's, it's one of those fingerprint kind of touches of the Creator that are ours as the creation. It just kind of reflects Him. I, I, I don't know if you can understand the real Jesus of the Scriptures unless you can see Him as a man that could laugh. That, that kind of hearty laugh, that kind of throw your head back from the deepest part of your gut laugh. Do you see this picture? I love this picture of Jesus, those gnarly carpenter knuckles. <laughs> look, look, look at the, the little woman, her eyes squinted and her head thrown back. And she's trying to hold back the Snickers, but she can't. She's just busted loose because she can't believe God's sense of humor. To, to tell her husband that he's going to be the father of nations and to do that while they're in the geriatric center. Sarah's 90-something years old when she gets the news. She can't help but... <laughs> and then God, as if he has a sense of humor, says, oh yeah, I'll get the last laugh here. That kid that you're going to have, we're going to name him Ha Ha Ha. That's Hebrew for Isaac. No joke. 
Ha, ha, ha. Our Lord could laugh. I keep that picture in my study up over my desk. It's one of my favorites. My dad was the one who introduced it to me. Whenever I start getting to feel too serious, take myself too serious, I just look in his face. And everything takes its proper perspective again. Dad used to say when he looked at that picture, it was Jesus and I have a joke. I'm it. Over the next weeks of the fall, we're going to be looking at the real Jesus. Getting behind all the religious varnish and trying to let him live from the scriptures just as he is. And when he does, don't be surprised that that creates a ripple effect in your own life that frees you to live differently. Isn't it incredible that The Lord of the Sabbath was in their midst, and they had come to see the Sabbath, a day commanded to rest so religiously that it was more a standard of their own righteousness rather than it was a matter of communing with God that gave them the freedom to rest. Imagine being in the presence of the life-giving God. This is actually kind of humorous. And watching him to see how he's going to mess up the Sabbath. That's the religious spirit. Let's watch Jesus to see how he's inconsistent with God. Can you imagine? Jesus would have laughed at it if it wasn't so pathetic. I'm going to challenge you this morning to get in touch with this kind of Jesus. To let him free you from being so serious about yourself. Ready, the back's feeling better. Seriously. Let him free you to live. What a shame to take a Sabbath with the Lord of the Sabbath present and to miss the life giver while we're straining to contain life. Don't let that be you this morning. Come to this table seeking the reality of who he is. Let this life giver give his best gift to you. Himself. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus gave thanks to you, our Father. And he broke the bread and he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. And after supper, Jesus took the cup and again, he gave thanks to you, our father. And he gave it to his disciples and he said, take and drink from this. This is my blood, the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we do this in remembrance of you. Help us to remember you, Lord Jesus, not just our distorted memories of you. Reveal yourself to us and reveal our Father to us. Pull back the varnish, Lord God, 
let us encounter you. Pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread, but even more so, Lord God, soak us, marinate us in your spirit, in your very personality that you might truly come to live through us. We ask these things in the name of your Son, our Savior, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.